Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, So today I'm going to be talking about faith, which is something that I've been wanting to talk about for a while. And the last few podcasts I did have kind of been leading up to this, you know, and even in the very last podcast, I talked about, you know, no turning back. Well, what is the opposite of a person that turns back, that goes back to their old life? The opposite is a person that is operating in a spirit of faith. And so, you know, as I was thinking about that, the story that came to my mind is in Numbers chapter 13 and 14, you know, that's the Bible's talking about how God gave the children of Israel. He said, I'm going to give you this land. He's going to, I'm going to give you the promised land. Now go, go send men out to go spy out the land. Go get a vision of what I'm giving you. Go get a vision of, of all the things that I'm about to bless you with. And you know, the Bible actually says that most of the people, when they saw the giants in the land, it says in Numbers 14 verse, verse four, they said, let's appoint us another leader and return back to Egypt. So they were offended at the word of the Lord. The word, the Lord had said, hey, I'm giving this unto you. And because there were giants in the land, they got offended at the word of the Lord. They got offended at their pastor Moses. And so their response was to turn back. But two of the men, Caleb and Joshua, the Bible says that the Lord said, my servant Caleb, he has a different spirit. He has a different spirit. So Caleb and Joshua were, were the only two that said, for we can surely possess this land. God is with us. And if God is with us, these giants, he said, they're but bread for us, meaning that they're nothing for us. When God is with us, God is for us. We will surely be able to possess whatever the Lord has said. And so, you know, that's what the Bible says is that they had a different spirit, which was a spirit of faith. And so, you know, going into 2021, you may know that God has great things in store for you. You may know what God's called you to do. You know, maybe God's given you a vision. He's shown you what's ahead, but ultimately you cannot walk into the things that God has for you without faith because the plan of God for your life doesn't just happen. It's not just automatic regardless of what you do. You know, God God is sovereign, yes, and he has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. And the Bible even says, In Hebrews chapter four, it says the word of God did not, it's referring to this story in the book of Numbers. It says that the word of God didn't profit the other people because they didn't mix what they heard with faith. So God, it was God's original plan to give the promised land to all of the Israelites. But because they didn't mix the word that they heard with faith, because they didn't believe what God had said, because they had hardened their heart to the voice of the Lord, they weren't able to enter into the promised land. They weren't able to enter into all that God had for them. And so that's why it's so important. You know, the Bible says, don't harden your heart to his voice. But when you hear the word of the Lord, you mix it with faith. Faith believes the word of God, no matter the opposition, no matter um, if the natural circumstances look the total opposite. Faith believes the word of God with no evidence in the natural realm. That's what faith is. And so, you know, going into 2021, it's so important that we carry that spirit of faith, that spirit of faith that we can possess what God has for us. And so, you know, if you remember, I did a podcast on being justified by grace. And I used that scripture, you know, that the just shall live by faith. And so, you know, why, why did I bring that up? Why is that so foundational to understand? Well, this is the scripture I wanted to read to you guys. It's Galatians 5, 6. It says, if we are in Christ, neither circumcision or uncircumcision counts for anything, 
but only faith that is energized through love. And so basically he's saying here, if you're in Christ, whatever works of the flesh you do, whatever your religious works are, actually don't count for anything. The only thing that counts to God is faith that is activated and energized through love. And so what is love? The Bible says in 1 John 4, 10, that this is the love of God. Not that you loved God, not that you loved God, but God loved you first and sent his son to be the propitiation for your sins. So that's why I talked about being justified by grace, because when you understand that Christ was sent to be the propitiation for your sin so that you could be justified freely by his grace, that, that, is, that is the revelation of God's love. That is the revelation of God's love is that you would understand that Christ paid the price for you to be justified freely by his grace. And so when you have that strong foundation, you, that's when you are rooted deep in the love of God and that love that's burning in your heart, that love that's been shed abroad in your heart by the spirit of God, that love is what actually energizes your faith. So if you don't have a revelation of how much God loves you, you know, you're, you're, you're not going to be able to have strong faith because it's not, it's remember, you're not having faith in the fact that like, well, I've done this and because I'm a tither and because I never miss church and because I won a bunch of souls this year. And you know, your faith is not based on that. Your faith, the reason that you expect God to bring you in to the promised land is because he loves you. My faith is based on the fact that God loves me. My faith is based on the fact that I'm justified freely by his grace. There's no longer any reason that I can't obtain everything that God has for me. There's no longer anything hindering me from obtaining every promise that's in God's word because you understand you're justified freely by his grace. So that is the love of God. And so understand that that is foundational. Your faith, you know, going into 2021, understand that your faith is going to be energized by the love of God. So you have to stay, that's why it's so important. We stay fresh in that revelation of how much God loves us to even, you know, stir ourselves up in, in these truths, to stir ourselves up in the word of God so that we can keep in remembrance his love for us. And that's, what's going to energize your faith because, you know, Romans chapter eight says, if God didn't withhold his only son from you, how much more will he freely give you everything else? So when you keep that in remembrance, that God sent Jesus, that God loves me so much that he sent me his best already, how much more will God freely give me all things? How much more will God freely give you that promotion? How much more does God take pleasure in prospering you? How much more will God surely heal your body? How much more will God protect you and keep you safe? How much more will God restore your family? Will God, you know, have your, your loved ones be saved and come to the knowledge of Christ. You know, so understand that when you put in remembrance, man, God, if you gave me your son, Jesus, if you love me enough to be the propitiation for my sin, if you love me enough to justify me freely by your grace, how much more are you going to give me everything else? And so that energizes your faith that it's like, man, whatever God's shown me, surely I'm well able to possess it. It really doesn't matter whatever opposition comes against me because God is with me. God is for me. And if God's for me, there's nothing and no one that will be able to stand against me. And so that, you know, that is what's going to cause your faith to stay energized and to stay, stay activated in your life. And so, you know, the next thing, maybe you're wondering, okay, well, how do I even get faith? 
Because the only faith that can be energized by the love of God is the faith that you have obtained. And so how do you get faith? Well, the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so that word in the Greek, when it says the word of God, it actually is not talking about the written word. It's talking about the rhema word of God or the spoken word of God. And so actually, if you read it in context, that's in Romans chapter 10. And if you read the whole chapter, he's actually talking about preachers. The Bible says, how can you believe unless you hear? How can you hear without a preacher? And so, you know, obviously you can receive the rhema word of God um, while reading your Bible. It comes from the voice of the Lord. It's as if the Lord has spoken it unto you. It's it, the word becomes so real that it's as if God himself stepped in your room and spoke that word to you. Or, you know, you can, so you can hear it that way just through the Holy Spirit, which is the voice of God, or you can hear it through a preacher. You know, sometimes you may hear someone ministering the word of God and a certain scripture, just like it hits you. Like it all of a sudden it's like light breaks forth and that scripture becomes so real to you. Like, like it's as if God himself is saying that unto you. It's the rhema word. It's the now word. It's the living word. And so that is where faith comes from. So faith is not something that you muster up in your brain and like, oh, I just got to try to believe the word of God. Faith is a substance that comes when God's word is revealed on the inside of you. So faith is a thing of the heart. The Bible says that with the heart, man believeth and by the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. So believing is something that happens in your heart or in your spirit man. When I say your heart, I mean your your inner born again spirit. So understand that faith is a thing of the heart and it's in it faith is a substance that is generated when God's word becomes a rhema word, when it becomes a revelation to you, when when God's word is unfolded to you, when it becomes a revelation, that's when the substance of faith is loosed into your heart. So, you know, he, Hebrews chapter 11 it says that faith is the substance of things things hope for the evidence of things not seen. So before you're going to have the substance of it in your life, you've got to have the substance of faith in your heart. So before things are manifested outwardly, if you're believing God for something, you're not going to see it come to pass in your life until you get the substance of faith for it in your heart through the word of God. So that's why it's like, you can't believe God for anything unless you have a scripture that you have that you have in your heart that you're meditating on that you're pondering that you're allowing that scripture to produce faith in your heart so that you can now once you have the substance of faith in your heart that thing will be made manifest on the outside and so but you know so you have that substance of faith it comes by the rhema word of god it's in your heart well the bible says that out of the overflow of the heart the mouth speaks so whatever's in your heart is going to come out of your mouth. And so that's a great way. How do you know if you're in faith? How do you know if you're truly in faith for something? You, you take inventory of what's coming out of your mouth. Because a lot of people may think that they're in faith for something, but really, you know, pay attention to actually what's coming out of your mouth. Because the Bible says, you know, um, that in Second Corinthians chapter four, it says we have the same kind of faith or the same spirit of faith that the psalmist David had. We believed God, therefore we spoke. So faith is always going to express itself in your words.
And you really cannot get away from this. I know some people like they want to say they're believing God for something, but I'm telling you, faith will always be evident through your words. I'm not even necessarily talking about like, oh, I got to try and confess the word of God, which you can do that. That helps get it in your heart is to speak God's word. But ultimately, when you have faith burning in your heart, you're going to speak in line with what you're believing God for, because faith is when God's word has become more real to you than any opposition. It's when God's word is more real to you than any natural circumstance that may look the opposite. God's word has to become more real to you than this natural realm, than the sense realm. That's why, you know, you know, faith perceives as real fact what you can't see with your natural eye. So, you know, the Bible says we walk by faith, not by sight. So the opposite of faith is sight or your, your senses, like your five senses are basically telling your mind, you know, what is true based on what you can see, touch, feel, hear, all these kinds of things. So the opposite of faith is your, your sense realm or your flesh nature. And so that's why we're, the Bible says to fight the good fight of faith. We're not fighting the devil. We're not fighting uh, in the flesh. We're not fighting circumstances. You're fighting to believe that God's word is true. The Bible says that your flesh wages war against your spirit. So you're really, you're waging war with the sense realm because your senses are screaming at your mind. You know, maybe, maybe you feel symptoms in your body, right? So your senses are telling your mind, I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm sick. I don't feel good. This is what the doctor said. Your ears are telling your mind, hey, this is what the doctor said. This is the doctor's report. You got this wrong. You got this wrong. But really, you have to war. You have to wage war against the sense realm. And you have to let God's word become more real to you. By the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. He sent forth his word and it healed me. I'm not trying to get healed. I'm already healed and everything else is a lie. So that is faith. That's faith. Faith perceives that God's word is more real than the sense realm, than the natural realm. Everything that I see with my natural eyes is not as real to me as God's word. God's word has has first place in my life. And so really, you know, that's how faith comes. Faith comes by meditating on God's word, letting it become so real on the inside of you and in your heart that it begins to bubble out of your mouth. So it's like when people say things like, oh, it's gonna be a rough year. The economy's going down. Something bubbles up out of your heart. My God supplies all my needs according to his riches and glory. I'll never be poor another day day in my life. The curse of poverty has been broken. I am redeemed. God takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. I will never lack. The Lord is my shepherd. So what is that? That's the spirit of faith that rises up out of your heart and it comes out of your mouth. So that's, that's when you fill your heart with God's word, that faith will come out in your words. And so that's why it's so important, even when you're going into a new year, you know, that you speak God's word over your year. And, you know, understand, I'm not just talking about like positive thinking and like being positive, which that's good too. But what I'm talking about is Bible faith that's rooted in a revelation of redemption, rooted in a revelation of the promises of God. Because, you know, the Bible says that we have these great and precious promises that through them, we may escape the corruption that is in the world through lust. So what does that mean? 
think about that. What that means is that everybody else is subject to the corruption that's in this world, but because I'm redeemed, I'm no longer subject to the corruption that's in the world through lust. I'm not actually even a part of this world. I may be in this world, but I am born of God. I'm a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. I don't live by the same rules that everyone else lives by. Things don't work the same for me that it works for everybody else. Why? Because I have been freed from the law of sin and death. This whole world is under the law of sin and death until a person is born again, until a person is lifted out from under the reign of sin, under the reign of death, and you begin to, the grace reigns through righteousness and you enter into another realm where the law of the spirit of life that is in Christ has made you free from the law that dominates here on this earth. We're no longer subject to the God of this world, which is Satan. We actually have been given authority over him. So that's why it's like, you know, you have to understand even going into 2021, you have to get something in your spirit that things don't work for me the same that they work for everybody else. When you're born again, you have to get that in your spirit that you're not like everyone else. Your life is not going to be like everyone else's because you've been redeemed out of this world. I am an ambassador from another kingdom. I'm a, I'm here as a representative of the kingdom of God. That's why the apostle Paul said, he said, for me to live is Christ, to die is gain. So he's like, he basically was saying, the only reason that I'm staying here in this fleshly body is for y'all's benefit. Like, really, it's actually humility for us to stay here on this earth. And, you know, obviously we want to do what God's called us to do. But Paul was basically saying, like, it's better for me if I go to heaven. But like, for y'all's sake, I'm going to stay here. But understand that for me to live is Christ. For me to live is Christ. If I'm going to stay here in this earthly realm, it has to become real to you that even though you're here in this earthly body, spiritually, you're already seated with Christ in heavenly places. Everything that is Christ's is mine. As he is, so am I in this world. As Christ is currently, so am I in this world. And that has to become so real to you. And when those scriptures, when God's word, when God's promises become so real in your heart, that is what's going to produce the substance of faith. And when you get so full of faith, you begin to operate in the same spirit of faith as the psalmist David. You begin to operate in the same spirit of faith as Caleb and Joshua, that no matter the giants in the land, no matter the opposition, we can surely possess the promises of God for God is with us. God is for us and we will never be defeated in Jesus name. Hey guys, this is Victoria. I just want to say thank you so much for listening and make sure that you subscribe, share it with a friend, share it on Instagram. Let me know that you're listening and I pray that these podcasts will continue to be a blessing to you.